The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. We're back and we're live with another edition of Soap Central Live. It's funny how that name worked out. Happy October, everybody. I'm Dan Kroll, your host for the next hour as we talk about anything and everything soaps. I guess you can think of me as your soap opera Oprah. Just don't expect to get a free car. I'm sure you've heard the news earlier this week of all the record-breaking temperatures out there in Los Angeles. Well, this week, I'm pleased to let you know we've got a little bit of that L.A. hotness right here on the show. In just a few moments, I'll be joined by All My Children's stars, Cornelia Smith Jr. and Denise Vassy. But first, I want to remind all of you out there that one of the things I really like about doing the show is the ability to interact with you guys, the soap fans. And I do look forward to reading your emails, your comments, whether they be about the show itself, your suggestions for guests or show topics that you'd like to hear, and even those occasional good job emails that sneak through. I do read everything. So fire up your email machines and send your messages over to radio at soapcentral.com. And if there's a star you'd like to see as a guest, why not send them a tweet or a message on Facebook and say, hey, I want to hear you on Soap Central Live. And then while you're over on Twitter, you can follow us at Soap Central Live. You can tweet during the show that way and maybe submit some questions or comments that you have, and I'll try to incorporate as many of them as possible into the show. And be sure to like SoapCentral.com on Facebook. You can get the latest news and updates from SoapCentral.com and Soap Central Live if for some reason you're unable to get to the Soap Central website. So I do listen to your guest suggestions, and in fact, one of this week's guests is someone who you guys have been begging me to have on the show since Soap Central Live debuted back in January. Cornelius Smith Jr. is an NAACP Image Award winner and an Emmy nominee for his portrayal of All My Children's Frankie Hubbard. In the three years that he's been with the show, his character has had, well, he's had quite a bit of drama to deal with. He's nearly died from a mystery route. He's suffered some serious injuries while serving in Iraq, and his mother recently lost her vision. He's joined by a friend to the show, Denise Vassy, who plays Frankie's wife, Randy Hubbard, and the two are involved in what I consider to be a very topical storyline about what happens when having a career and wanting to start a family don't quite mesh. So welcome, guys, to Soap Central Live. I appreciate you taking some time to uh, join us today. Well, thanks for having me. Now, Denise, you've been here before, so you've been through the introduction part, but Cornelia, since this is your first time, we're going to do a, call it the Soap Connection for you and find out how you went from uh, growing up in Detroit to being in Pine Valley. So if you're ready for our quick fire, <laughs> I'm ready to ask you. Right. Hello. 
All right, so when was it that you first realized that you wanted to be an actor? Was that something you'd always wanted, or was there something else that you always wanted to be and sort of took a turn? Well, you know, um, in high school, I actually started out as kind of a human resource uh, curriculum, and then I changed to uh, business administration, (laughs) and then I changed to um, engineering. Engineering. Uh, I really had a a love for math, and I wanted to be an engineer initially, but I did my first play in high school. It was a musical called Something's Afoot, Uh, and once I kind of got a taste of being on stage and performing, it was was kind of a wrap. And then on top of that, I had the privilege of going to um, Scotland to do a play called Serafina, and that really kind of opened my eyes to what being an actor, where that can kind of take you and the effect that it can um, kind of have on people. Um, and so once I kind of realized that this was something that I could um, go to school and study for, I was committed uh, 110%. Um, I went to SMU, Southern Methodist University in Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas, uh, majored in theater there, almost double majored in electrical engineering, but uh, I kind of... It was just too much. It was it was too much. Plus, I wasn't that committed to being an engineer. My passion was was acting, and um, I did that. And uh, soon after, it was a four year program. I went to NYU grad acting, where it was a three year program. Uh, moved to Brooklyn, uh, and that was a fabulous experience. And once I graduated from there, I did a Shakespeare in the Park, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, I was part of Tybalt's Ensemble, and I was the understudy for Romeo. Uh, And I would say maybe like a month or two after that is when I forgot my first audition uh, for All My Children. Not first, the only audition. Um, That's when I got my audition for the show. I was in Chicago, and I flew back and got got the sides one day. It was like a Monday, auditioned on Tuesday. Um, got the call, was in on Wednesday, and was taping, like, by Thursday. So it happened very quickly. Uh, wow. it, was, it was great. It was a surprise. Uh, at the time, I was still kind of waiting tables, though, at uh, Cafe Wa. So I'm at Google and Bleecker in New York. All right. The only place that would uh, give me a job. Brother was hurting. <laughs> uh, so uh, much, much, much love for them. But um, I was there when things kind of started picking up, and, uh, they kept writing for me, and then, and then you know, things were going well. I was able to kind of quit and uh, got signed on to the show. So that's amazing, one for one. Uh, that's got to be a. <laughs> that's got to make you feel pretty good. One audition, and you got the part. Yeah, I, um, you know, I had been auditioning pretty regularly uh, for different things when I first kind of got out of grad school. So it was kind of the first thing that I that I booked and I'm I'm grateful for that. So it was it was it was fabulous, yeah. Now all my children for obviously for people who watch the show, they can't imagine not knowing anything about the soap. So I'm curious, before you joined the cast of All My Children, how familiar were you with the show and, and the characters? You know, I wasn't I wasn't I was somewhat familiar. I wasn't really that familiar because I didn't really watch the show. Um my mother watched the show I knew that she watched it, but uh, she would have it on, you know, when I would come in from school, it would just kind of be on. I may have watched it as a child, but, you know, as I got older, it wasn't a part of my, it it didn't make the cut. 
it wasn't on the list. Right. Uh, so, um, so when I got the job, I was excited, and when it when it came to be that I was going to be the son of Angie and Jesse, it really didn't register, you know, who they were, how big of a deal it was, how amazing they were as characters and as people through the years in their relation to the show. Um, but my mom let me know. <laughs> full full <laughs> throttle, she let me know. She was like, wait a minute. Get it right. Don't disrespect Angie and Jesse. No. Um, so that was kind of a that was kind of a, a funny time uh, in in them kind of reminding me what I was getting myself into uh, when I got the role. <laughs> what you were getting yourself into, Denise? Yeah. I don't know if I asked you the last time you were on. Were you familiar with All My Children before you joined the show? Yeah, I think we've spoke about it in in one of our interviews, but, um, yeah, I was, uh, I'll just take, I'll just take some of the pressure off you see, I, I'm a woman, so, uh, and I grew up, uh, with my best friends kind of, you know, taping the show and coming home and, like, rushing home to see the tapes, and, um, that's because my mom and my grandmother, they all watched, um, different soaps, and All My Children was one of them, uh, so I was, I was big in the, uh, Kelly and Mateo stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like as soon as I, I didn't get home from school till three or three or more, but as soon as I was home and my best friend across the street, it was like, you know, VHS. <laughs> you are <laughs> play. That's when I still had tapes. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd imagine, and going back to uh, Cornelius, I'd imagine if you had to pick people to work with or people to play your, your parents anywhere, uh, Debbie Morgan and Darnell Williams would have to be, you know, pretty much anybody's first choice. So what's yeah. it been like working yeah. with the two of them? I, it, I mean, Emmy winners and, and just amazing people as well. Yeah, it's, 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 it's one an incredible um, blessing. It's, it's a joy. It's so much fun. Um, you know, going in and, and seeing them and being able to um, not only connect with them on a professional level, but also on a personal level as well, which is also vitally important for what we do. Um, and they are a lot of fun. Um, you know, any given moment, depending on what the mood is, it may be a set of giggles going around because they are so much fun. Like, they can... They have a tough time sometimes keeping it together, especially if Darnell is on the loose, because he'll he'll start he'll start a small kernel of giggles and it'll just go downhill from there. Uh, but you know, I, I love going to work every day. Um, not only them, but everybody else on the show. The energy is really great, loving, open, kind, and supportive. So it makes it a real pleasure to do uh, to go to work every day. Now, we're gonna, I have one more question of my own quickly before uh, we start to take some callers. One of the things that I like about watching All My Children recently is that there's, in my mind, it's a, a foursome of characters that I think are extremely entertaining. It's not just both uh, Frankie and Randy, but you also have Brat and Natalia who are sort of part of the mix. So let's also talk a little bit about working with J.R. Martinez and Shannon Kane. I'll toss it back to you, Denise, to start off with. Um, well, Shannon is an amazing actress, uh, super, super talented, very well trained. Um, she's a fun girl. Um, we kind of, we kind of are different, but the same. So uh, we can laugh about a lot of the same things, but, 
Um, and then Brat, uh, JR, as you know, who plays Brat, is, has turned into one of my best guy friends. Um, we do a lot. Whatever I don't do with Stephanie out here, I do with, uh, with JR. And um, to see someone who has not been trained whatsoever at all um, come in and, and kind of just uh, really absorb everything that's going on because you know, it, it is a lot, especially when you, when you've never even been on a set, you've never right. been trained to, 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 to you know, to for camera work and lighting and, and, and voice and that kind of stuff, um, and yeah. just absorb it all, take it in, and keep learning. And he's always pushing himself, um, and he kind of is uh, successful at anything. So um, it's fun to work with them both, and it's it's definitely it's definitely interesting. I mean, we all I'm just say we all have a really good time when we're on set together, as uh, as Cornelius was saying. Like, there's a lot of joking around. <laughs> um, so we do we do sometimes get yelled at. Really, going also on what he said with Debbie. Don't forget, see that Debbie once she starts that one giggle, it's done. She could get oh, it for an over. hour. She could yeah. not stop. Um, you just, so, I mean, you have to really try not to even just tempt her because mm-hmm. one, 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 if, even if she thinks you're tempting her, it's done. It's done. She can't <laughs> stop. Once she starts, it's like, come on, Debbie, come on. She's like, okay, okay, I'm good, I'm good. And she starts up again. So we, have a, we all have a lot of fun together. That sounds like it's definitely uh, what a family should be. Yeah, have- Exactly. Angela from Michigan, who would like to talk to both of you. So, Angela, welcome to Soap Central Live. Maybe Angela got shy. Yes, hello. Uh-huh. Oh, there she is. Hey, Angela. Hi. I say hello to Cornelius and Denise. Uh, Hi, Angela. Hey, how are you doing? Hi. Congratulations on your devoted circle fan event and the Frandy weekend. Thank um, you. Did you come out for the weekend? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes, my question is for Cornelius. My question mm-hmm. is for Cornelius. Um, how does it feel to work with one of the most gorgeous women in the world and have her play your wife on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, Way to you know, put a boy on the spot. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm a, I'm a lucky man. Um, Denise is a joy to work with. Um, we have fun. Um, things are very kind of just open and easy, and you know we we have a good time. Uh, so, and and she is very very beautiful. That that cannot be denied. Um, so you know, it's it's great. I think I'm lucky. I have, I have a great job. I have a great base of people that I work with, not only um, with Denise but everybody else. Uh, Shannon, as we were talking about earlier, Jr. Uh, Debbie and Darnell, um, it's a really great bunch. It's it's sometimes kind of surreal to be, you know, when you look around, it's like, wow, I get to do this kind of every day. This is this is it for me. You know, this is this is what I have to do. So, um, yeah, it, it feels good. Bottom line. Thank you. Thanks, Angela, for calling in. Thank you, Denise. I'm going to take what Angela said. I'm going to turn it to you. What's it like to work with Cornelius Smith Jr.? Denise? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. We'll have her call big. And so I guess, Cornelius, is going to be you on the hot seat. I get to ask you all the questions that uh, you want to know. 
So here's the first question I have to ask you. What is going on with Frankie that he's keeping this, this woman who sort of framed uh, his wife for murder around, of course, Madison? What's going on in his head? Um, good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, well, you know, I think, I think with Frankie, um, as we, as, as we kind of get glimpses of, we, we, I, I think he has a really soft heart. Um, and somebody kind of dealing with a soft heart is, it's, those actions can, you know, whatever they're doing can be easily misunderstood or taken the wrong way. Um, I think I think what's going through his head is he's just trying to save a friend. Honestly, um, you know he's he has he has that quality to always kind of seek the good in people, and he wants to see the best in people and bring that out. Um, and in some instances, that could um, you know that's that's a good thing about Frankie, but it can also kind of get him in trouble. And I think Denise is back. Are you with us again, Denise? I am. I don't know what happened there, so I guess. I don't either. Well, my question for you then is what's going on in Randy's mind, do you think, with whatever it is that's going between Frankie and Madison? Is she jealous? Is she possessive? Is she still angry about, you know, being framed for murder? What's going on? Um, well, I think that she's she's definitely she's she's let go of her anger. Um, with Madison about the, the whole North situation. Um, I'm not saying that she's forgotten that she's definitely learned how to forgive. Um, thanks to everything that she's learned through, you know, her husband and her, and her, you know, family. But come on, I, I, I don't know any woman who wouldn't be, you know, I think it starts with suspicion mm-hmm. when, uh, when, you know, there's another woman that starts to get close uh, to your husband, especially after you guys have already forged your marriage and your relationship. Um, it wasn't like they were friends before Randy came along. So I think that it starts with suspicion. And, you know, when when she's um, right now in the storyline, you know, she's modeling and she's traveling and, and she comes home and she sees that they have, they've connected on things or they might like the same thing or, or they, they're talking about things and, and Randy doesn't really realize uh what they're talking about, it's almost as if in code, of course she gets jealous. You know, I don't think it's a, it's a, uh, I'm jealous of, of, of every woman that is anywhere near my man kind of thing. Um, but they're sharing things, and I think that that would make any other woman, any, any woman nervous. No, I, I agree. That's, that's a, a good point. I just, I enjoyed uh, the scenes last week or the week before uh, where Natalia pulled Randy aside and sort of, you know, gave her the, the you know, mm-hmm. are you paying attention to what's going on here? They played out as real, I think. Yeah, um, those were some great scenes. Uh, me and, I think it, it works as, as, as well as uh, when me and Stephanie work together because um, me and Shannon, you know, have a, a good chemistry. Um, so it's almost like two real girlfriends talking to each other about, you know, uh, in our cases, uh, our boyfriends, because we're not married. But um, for the characters, it's almost like it's not that Randy didn't want to hear what she was saying. It, it, you know, it's almost like she didn't want to hear what she was saying, but at the same time, um, she, you know, she gets it, and she wanted to uh, to reassure Natalia that nothing was going on and that Randy wasn't worried. 
but deep down, you can see that that thought still processing. It's hard sometimes when you're having an issue in your relationship um, or you're suspicious about something your partner is doing to just, you know, turn it over and blatantly tell your girlfriends because you're afraid that, you know, it's going to come back somehow uh, to kind of haunt you when things are all better. And I think she was, you know, basically saying, okay, no, you know, there's nothing to worry about. I don't know why you're so worried. I'm not worried. But deep down in her heart, she was going, hmm, so now other people are starting to see it as well. Interesting. Now, I want to rewind a little bit because the last time that I had the chance to talk with Cornelius was at the Broadway Cares event in New York where you uh, did a show-stopping performance on stage. So oh, wow, ask, thank you. I want to ask you a little bit about the musical aspect. We talked about, you know, you uh, liking math. Where did the appreciation for music come in? I mean, obviously, Motown, you, you sort of have to have an appreciation for music, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's interesting. My, uh, my parents don't, don't sing at all. Uh, and so, um, but my mom would always take me to church. I kind of got to start singing in church and in school. Um, I like, you know, I wasn't, I had to kind of learn. Well, I think everybody learns how to sing, but I learned how to sing like by like performing. I would just, I would just do it. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that don't sound good. What am I, what am I doing? Oh, <laughs> staying in key, huh? Wow. Okay, let me try it again. I would just kind of really put myself out there, and I continued to do that. Next thing you know, I was uh, performing in talent shows. Um, once my parents kind of saw the, you know, one that I love to kind of perform, dance, and sing, um, they started taking me to talent shows around. Um, I was actually, actually spent some time, so my dad is in the military. He uh, spent 20 years in the Marine Corps, and I was stationed on an Army base out in Selfridge, um, it's kind of out in Mount Clemens, Michigan. Um, and I spent maybe about eight years, eight, maybe nine years out there, and then my family moved back to Detroit, and I went to middle school there and high school and college. Uh, so I've pretty much been singing all throughout school, um, I even had like a little group back in the day in Detroit called uh, Chapter Two. I had some studio time. I was working on an album a while back. Um, All right. So yeah, uh, yeah, I Uh-oh. love singing, man. And Denise, you know, did I hear question? the demo? Sorry, Dan. Did I hear oh, the demo? Did you? did you play stuff for me? I feel like when I first got to the show, you might have played some stuff for me. Mm, I don't think so. I don't oh, think so. That means you have to then. <laughs> that means you're gonna have to. Next time, we, next time we've got teams together, bring in the mixtapes. I want to hear them. I'll let you hear. I'll let you hear a couple. Okay. <laughs> I went in on this too, Denise. What about yourself? Do you fancy yourself as a singer or not so much? Oh no. Sadly, I have to say no. I sang when I was little, um, up until about I was twelve, and um, I don't know if puberty or what or luck, but. Um, then I just, it wasn't something I continued to train with, and I think C is right. You, you know, there's there's definitely people who are um, who are gifted and, and just, you know, with no training can sing, but I think that at some point in order to, um, in order to get better and have a, a strong voice, you need to, you need to train. Um, and that's not, that, that was just not my strong point. Um, it's something I wish I could do because I've been approached by, so I, I happen to just know a lot of people in the music business. Um, and I've been approached by so many people, 
And um, if I could sing, well, <laughs> I might not be on the soap, though, so you see it's a conflict. So. It all, um, I guess it all no. works out in the end. We're going to take a trip down to Georgia quickly. We have Curly on the line. Curly, welcome to Soap Central Live. Good afternoon. Um, I want to compliment the um, actors, Denise and Cornelius, for what they've brought to the characters. I think they're doing an excellent job. And I'd also like to um, know, you know, as a woman of color, how, you know, it's so refreshing to see a young um, black couple in a healthy relationship that's working through their issues. Now, my question is, will they continue to do that without changing the core of who the characters are? That's a good question. Um, you know, it, 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 we can only hope so. I think that that's definitely something that um, all of us actors always try to kind of hold on to the core of the character as we go through, uh, you know, writing changes. But um, the writers are basically, you know, who um, can manipulate how the character is is read, you know, to you, how you guys read the character. And, you know, there's sometimes when we're doing scenes and I feel like I want to be angry at a certain level and, you know, producer will come and, and want us to take it down a notch for something that we don't know that's coming up in the future. You know, there's certain arcs that we have, the character has to go through, but I think that that's definitely something that... Um, is more up to the writers, and our job is basically to sometimes guide them if, you know, we, if we have a new writing team or something seems a little off, that's, um, that's written. See? No, that's a good answer. Okay, I, I'm glad to hear that I, like I said, I think the characters are doing a wonderful job, but I would like to see them, you know, even though they're going to have challenges because that's, you know, the soap world, you've got to have challenges, but I hope they stay true to who their characters are and that they work towards working out the challenges in their relationship as opposed to, you know, seeing the character do something that's just totally out, you know, and then we have to figure it out, you know, what they're doing and why they're doing it. It's nice if they can stay consistent with who, whom we think or who we've seen the character to be. Well, I think another thing is also we've also got to consider that um, – and and if I'm wrong, you know, definitely let me know. But if this has anything to do with uh, with Frankie and Madison, we also have to think that the Hubbard family, you know, with their strong morals and values in that family, mm-hmm. there's a ton of things that that happen in, in other families, whether it's other soaps or our own, that that go down that would never, like Angie would never have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we do need we we do need some drama. And I think that yeah. all the actors involved, we'd like to, we'd like to play it. We'd like to have it. Um, but I think you know, also, um, you know, about staying true to the characters. I think, and also train, staying kind of true to 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 who uh, Randy and and Frankie are, and and all of that stuff. I think I think that'll definitely stay intact. But also, like you said, in terms of having some type of conflict. Or I think I think there's I think it's interesting to show the issues or possible issues and how they work that out and how they get through that to also um, you know to kind of keep things shaken up a little bit uh, in terms of you know what you're what 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 we're seeing kind of on a day to day basis. And we're going to um, talk about some of that shaking up. Curly, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate your call. 
Thank you. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back here with more from Cornelius Smith Jr. and Denise Vassy in just a few bits. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, joined today by Cornelia Smith, Jr. and Denise Vassy of All My Children. Of course, they play Frandy or Frankie and Randy, if you prefer two separate names. Yeah. Well, let me, uh, one of the questions I didn't get to ask you guys in the last segment, uh, we did take out that 
commercial break there, is if there's anybody who you haven't had the chance to work with yet on All My Children, or maybe not enough, that you sort of wish they would. Um, How are you, Cornelius? Yeah, I would love to. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for, uh, in terms of, from a, a storyline point, in terms of working with everybody and seeing everybody more so that, you know, you have more interaction between different characters and see how everybody kind of uh, relates differently and, and connects differently. Um, but I would love to uh, always look forward to kind of, well, I look forward to working with everybody, but... Um, Susan, I don't have I've had many scenes with her. Right. Um, I would, I would, you know, like to see something there. Perhaps um, uh, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably easier, I would think, potentially story-wise for you, since you work in a hospital. Um, you could, you know, on any given day, you never know who's going to have a medical emergency to, to stop on by. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the hospital makes it, you know, you kind of have access to everybody because they they all kind of um, have something going on there or stopping by and um, everybody's kind of connected in some way. Um, Michael Knight, funny guy, would love to have some more stuff. I actually started, I actually had some stuff with uh, Michael Knight when I first kind of started the show. Um, and those were kind of a lot of fun. We had a couple things uh, in the hospital when he was helping Frankie investigate uh, some stuff for him on Brock early on. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Um, well, while you're thinking, while. let's ask Denise. I'm sure Denise, there's got to be at least one or two people, Denise, that you haven't had the chance to work with yet that maybe, uh, or not enough, that you'd like to uh, talk about. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I think I name someone different each time because it's like all of a sudden you realize, wow, I haven't worked with this person yet. Yeah. Um, right. And, and there's, and we have really such an amazing cast. Um, someone that I've had absolutely no contact with that I'd love to work with um, is Jacob Young. He's been doing this for so long that I can just imagine that there's just so much to learn from him. Um, you know, watching him do what he does, um, is, is, you know, a learning experience of itself, but actually being able to, to play, uh, something across him or, or somehow involved in, um, in some kind of story would be, I think, interesting as well as, um, as well as a, a learning experience for me. Um, and I miss Missy. I miss working with Melissa, you know, right. it was very early on, um, that we kind of had a little bit of stuff, um, and I'd, I'd, I'd love to see some crazy Annie stuff. <laughs> well, one of the things that uh, I enjoy being able to do when someone's on the show more than once is doing a previously on Soap Central Live. Uh, Denise, you were telling us about um, learning or going through the processes of learning to drive. And I do follow you on Twitter. And for folks who want to follow you on Twitter, it's very simple. It's just your name. Um, I understand there's some developments on the driving front. So, anything you'd like to share with us? Dun 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 dun. There, there are huge developments. This has been a very um, slow process for me, um, but it would have taken almost, or it's just about going to be a year that it's taken me to get all of this done um, due to fear of the fear of driving. Um, I've actually, you know, I got the permit in April, and then I, I, I kind of 
tested it out. And then I was like, oh, this is really nerve-wracking. I don't know if I want to do this and kind of left it at that. Well, recently we had a little get-together at a restaurant, a bunch of us. And, you know, we're all hanging out. And I, I, me and JR go together. And we have a drink at, like, 7. And we didn't end up leaving until 12. But oh. around, around 8, I see he has another drink. <laughs> and I'm going... Is, are you are you having a second margarita? Because, dude, what time are you planning to stay till? Because, you know, I, I'm tired. I'm going to be tired. I want to go. You can't be drinking like that. And he's like, oh, no, no, you're going to drive home. And I was like, yeah, yeah, very funny. <laughs> well, then at 8.30, he's having another drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, JR, I'm, I'm serious with you. And but then the party started. More people started coming. He ended. Up, uh, you came. It was that thing that we did at home for um, Brittany and, and and Adam. And so you know things started. People started hanging out late. So twelve o'clock comes around, and Jared's like, "All right, I'm cool. Let's you know, let's go." And I'm like, "Great." So I get in the the, the passenger seat. And he goes, "No, no. I, I told you you're gonna drive home." Wow. And I go. What do you mean I'm going to drive home? I can't drive home. It's nighttime. <laughs> and he, by the way, he has this huge GMC Denali or Ford Denali or whatever. And you're tiny, car. so. Yeah. It's like an, eight, an eight-seater. So I sit in the passenger seat and I throw on my seatbelt, and he's like, no, you're driving. <laughs> and I, I, I refuses to move the car. So I get over, and he, we told this story during uh, my fan event. I go over to the seat, like, stomping my feet. I don't want to drive. And I get in the seat, and I fix all my mirrors, and then I'm, like, just sitting there staring at the wheel. And I was like, I really don't want to do this. He's like, well, you don't have a choice. It's about time. Somebody, you know, we've all been really helpful, but you know what? It's just making matters worse. You're driving. Stephanie sees what's going on, and is getting all paranoid. So she goes, all right, fine. I'm going to follow in the back. So she gets in her car and starts following in the back. Now, we're driving a little bit, and I go, well, can we go away that you can only take the streets? And he was like, nope, you're getting Uh-oh. on the freeway. So, freeway. you know what? I ended up doing, yep, I ended up doing really, really well. Um, I, JR had this very kind of calming nature about him, and I, I'm, I'm guessing most of his fans know that he's a motivational speaker. Yes. And he literally just, like, totally gave me the whole spiel and, and talked me through it and kept me calm. I wasn't shaking. Although I was, um, I was breathing very heavily to calm <laughs> myself down. And he goes, you're not in labor, Denise. You're driving a vehicle. Because I was sitting there going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And at night, wow. there's like four cars. You know, there wasn't that much going on. But I'm like, oh, my God, there's a car coming. He's like, it's 10 feet away from you. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I mean, you have to get over... Uh, I mean, you have to do it at some point. I guess if you had no choice, that's a really good way to to jump into it. Oh, but it's been it's been great because I've been doing it every day since. Um, my boyfriend came out, and when he comes out, you know, he rents a car each time. And so I was like, oh, by the way, all weekend I'm driving. <laughs> and um, and so I'm setting up my road test soon. So before you know it, you'll see a tweet pic of uh, of me and my driver's license. Don't tell Oprah. Uh, that you're, oh, you're okay, of your driver's license. No, that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 outside of the car. I'm that's totally fine. with Oprah on the, on the yeah, texting and driving. Yeah. Let's go okay. to 
Indiana really quickly. There's Michelle who wants to talk to you guys. So, Michelle, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. Hi, Denise. Hi, Cornelius. Hi, Michelle. I was fortunate enough to um, be able to come to the fan event last week. I mean, that was a dream come true for me because I've always followed um, Brandy since the beginning, so I'm just... I'm probably uh, one of the number one fans. <laughs> oh, did you come to our devoted circle event? I did, I did, and then I, um, I also, you know, of course, came to the main event um, with my daughter and her best friend. So, and we just had so much fun, and I wanted to tell you that. And oh, um, the other thing I was going to say was the last caller kind of took my one of my questions, but I was glad to hear that. Um, you're, to hear you say, Cornelius, that you're going to work through the issues, um, you know, that um, Frandy will be having and try to stay as close um, to within character as we know you as because we fell in love with you guys for the characters that you are, and we don't want to see that change, or at least I don't. <laughs> I can't speak for everybody, but that's mm-hmm. what made me fall in love with you guys is because you were so into each other and, um, you know, the whole Hubbard family, actually, how everybody just loves each other and always there for each other. So I was happy to hear those answers. <laughs> but um, one of my questions was, um, what did you think of the centerpiece that um, the with all the babies <laughs> that um, was at oh. on the table? Because it said Team Frandy and it had like five babies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That you know was, what, I want to just um, interrupt, and, and uh, I'm sorry to do that, uh, Michelle. I wanted to let you know that Denise has dropped off again, but we're going to get her back uh, as quickly as possible. So thank okay. you first, Michelle, for calling, and we're going to let Cornelius answer your question right now, okay? Okay, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was amazing, actually. I thought that was, it was really, it was really, it was really nice. It was really cute. It was, it was adorable. Um, the babies were so were so cute. Uh, Does it surprise and, you, Cornelius? I mean, how the fans really seem to have, you know, embraced you. Was that something that you, in your wildest dreams, ever expected? You know, no, it's it's not. It's 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 very humbling, and it's 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 amazing. Uh, I never. Uh, would have dreamed or been expected to be uh, received and 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 loved by uh, by by so many, um, and you know it's it's a good feeling. It's it's a really great feeling, um, and you know at the uh, doing the fan event this weekend it was actually my first time doing uh, a fan weekend event like that, right. and um, I had an amazing time. Uh, you know, being able to kind of shake hands and, and give hugs and sign pictures and just, you know, really hear from the people, the fans who, who watch the show and love the show. Uh, and that's always inspiring, and, you know, that's kind of part of the reason why I do what it is I do, um, to to give love and receive love. So it's great. I think it's it's so important, and I think more than any other genre, soaps have that ability to really reach out to the fans since, I mean, we all know that without the fans, there would be no reason to have soap operas. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are, are the foundation, definitely. Now, while we're waiting for Denise to call back, I have to uh, 
have to share a little story with you, and we'll get your opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. Denise, on her last appearance, promised that in Vegas for the Emmys, she would ride the New York, New York roller coaster with me. Mm-hmm. And she kept her word, and we did. Uh, she sat in the row behind me, and the whole way up the hill, all I kept hearing from her was, this isn't the way I remember it, and a lot of screaming. So, wow. you seem to be pretty fearless. Are you an amusement park kind of guy, or is that uh, maybe not your thing? You know what? I am. I am. Certain rides, though, I cannot do. I just, it's just too much. But um, I used to go to Cedar Point. Uh, and, I've heard. Uh, I've never been, but I heard that that's like the place. Oh, my God. I haven't been in a long time. But, um, yeah, it's, it's the ish. It's really fantastic. Um, used to go there all the time as a child throughout middle school, high school. Um, I'm actually going to try to go back sometime soon. I need to get back because I love roller coasters. Now, the rides I can't do are are the ones where I don't know I don't know the name of them, but the ones that go like shoot straight up and come straight down and you just drop. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to step around that one. <laughs> Take me to any roller coaster. I'm on it. I'm on it. And I love it too. Yeah, I mean it's 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 definitely the thrill of it all. Um, what I one of the other things that Denise talked about when she was here was about the, the changes in adjusting from uh, having lived in New York all her life to moving to California. You seem to have moved around at least a little bit more, but was it jarring moving to the Los Angeles area, or was it sort of uh, maybe what you expected? I know it's it's a, a totally different culture from the East Coast. Yeah, um, it was it was. Uh... I'm not exactly sure what I expected because the interesting thing is I was born in San Diego, but I've never really been back to California since I was a baby. Um, and my first time back to California was when I graduated from grad school. We had a showcase out here uh, in Burbank. Um, so I kind of got a feel for L.A., but, you know, it, it, there was nothing here that was was jarring or unsettling that I didn't like. It seemed like a, you know, it seemed like a cool place to live. I was like, ah, I like when I got up the plane, I was like, I took a deep breath. I was like, ah, <laughs> looked around, <laughs> looked at the sky. I saw the mountains. Wind was blowing in my hair. I was like, yeah, I could live here, you know. Uh, so moving here, though, that was interesting. Um, you know, moving across the country is is is, is no joke. So that was. Um, you know, trying to find a place to live and not really knowing the area. Um, uh, yeah. A couple of places on my list to stay was Los Velas, or like kind of like in, in the Hollywood area. But um, I got lucky and found a place in the valley. Hmm, um, and so far, so good. Uh, it hasn't been, you know, a totally taxing thing. I mean, of course, reorganizing your life and moving is stressful in itself. But um, I got here and settle fairly quickly. My dad came out and helped me out for about, um, he was here for like maybe a month or so. Well, so I had some good. support and I already knew people that lived here as well. Oh, that, that, that certainly helps as long as, and you had your whole, all my children family, I mean, they're all in the general area too, so that certainly has got to make it easier. Uh, speaking yeah. of family, we have a soap fan family. We have Leslie from Chicago. Leslie, you're I, on. Yes, I'm here. Alive. Hello, Cornelius. Hey, how you doing? Just fine. Um, I was a um, big fan of all the Hubbards. Um, have been since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything. So I was too happy when they decided to, you know, 
bring Frankie on and have his life and all that. So I'm cool about that. But I, my question is, is I noticed that the writers have been sort of playing around with the whole Jesse, Jenny type thing with uh, Madison and Frankie. I want to know what it is that Madison supposedly has over Randy because I don't see how Frankie could be attracted to, like, talk to a woman that did so many things to his family and forgive so much when we have Jesse holding a 20-year grudge against Liza for something that happened when they were teenagers. Ooh, right. History. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think, um, I don't think that, I don't even think, one, Frankie is 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 looking at it that way. I don't think he's comparing uh, the two women. I don't think she has anything over him. I think Frankie is just kind of one of those guys who has a big kind of soft heart and is trying to help somebody out. I mean, looking outside of it, you know, apart of Frankie, looking at Frankie as a character, you know, he's he's. I think he is definitely drawing the line, but I think it's a line that he'll never cross. Um, you know, he's coming close, but I think overall it's something that he'll, you know, he won't overstep that line because, you know, he loves his wife, he wants a family. There are a lot of things that that um, Frankie kind of still wants to work out and continue to have with Randy as they kind of, you know, continue to deal with the career in terms of starting a family, as we kind of um, talked about a little bit earlier. That's uh, a really good... But segue. Uh, I want to make sure that we don't run over. So, Leslie, first, thank you so much for your call. Okay. Thank you for allowing me to um, ask a question. Uh, Absolutely. We appreciate your support. Now, we have Denise back, and I want to make sure either before we lose her or before we run out of time on the show, I want to ask one of the big questions is the current storyline for Frankie and Randy that's really interesting. It's sort of trying to figure out and juggle between starting a family and career, and I'm, I'm thinking that's got to be something that everybody has to deal with, even particularly in something where you have to move from coast to coast for a job. Even something like that can be uh, a real-life issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, first, Dan, sorry, I don't know what, uh, what our connection issue is today. We've never had this problem, so I want no, to apologize and uh, apologize to Michelle as well and just tell her that I know exactly who she was and that I'm just thankful that she came out to the event. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing you know that I had a similar personal life experience, uh, an issue. I was uh, engaged uh, previously, and I had, uh, you know, as a couple, we faced the issue of starting a family or, or coming across uh, to the West Coast for work. And... Um, it was something that was not an option for me. I was coming with the show. Uh, I wanted to continue being a part of the show. And unfortunately, um, my partner at the time was, you know, it wasn't an option for him and he wanted me to stay. And I chose, uh, you know, what meant uh, more to me, which was work. And that's probably because in that scenario, in my personal life, that person wasn't the right person for me. But as far as uh, Randy and Frankie, um, it, she's not against the family at all. Um, she definitely wants the same things Frankie wants. But um, you have to understand, for the character right now, it's her first time of having a legitimate taste of success. Uh, uh, 
That's a good she point. came from a, 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 a very bad background and, and, and doing something that obviously she not, was not proud of. And when she came to Fusion, she was all excited about having this great position, and she was working really hard. And then Madison stepped in and, and was automatic, uh, immediately uh, placed in the posi- position of Erica's assistant. And, you know, Randy kind of felt like, wow, I've been working here for, let's say, a year, and all of a sudden you come around and now you're Erica's assistant. So that didn't make her feel well, you know, in her place at Fusion. But now with the modeling, she got this opportunity, and all of a sudden everyone is loving what she, you know, what she does, and it's exciting, and she's experiencing what it is to be a success at something. So it's really hard, I think, for a young woman to to say, um, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that all away and and just, you know, work on my family. I think eventually she's gonna, tr- I, I hope eventually she's gonna try to balance both of them. But right now she just really wants to taste it. She wants to enjoy it. She needs to see how far she can she can get with it. And I think and, that that's gonna be. A lot of fun to watch. I can't believe that we're down to our final two minutes. So I'm going to give Cornelius the last minute since he is a first-time guest on the show. Is there anything out there that maybe we haven't talked about or any messages that you'd like to give to the fans in this uh, last 45 seconds or so that we have for today's show? Um, well, I mean, this has definitely been uh, a joy and a treat um, today. Um, I think just kind of touching on this um, dynamic about career and family, I think I just want to say something quickly about that. I think I think every situation, every every everything is 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 individual and different. Uh, and I think that you know wanting to be successful and have stability and 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 have. Um, Success is is all it's all natural, and we all and, and along with that, we all want a family too. So, I think also at some point, um, both for Frankie and Randy, you know, both of them are going to have to decide ultimately, you know, what they want and what's important. Um, unfortunately, we're yeah. going to have to leave it at that. I want to thank you guys, both Denise and Cornelius, for dropping by today. Uh, for you out there, guys, be sure to check them out on All My Children. Weekdays on ABC, you can check your local listings for your time and channel in your area. I'm going to try to have both Denise and Cornelius back again because I know there's still a lot of people who want to call through and talk to them. So we'll work that out, and we'll try to make it happen. But for now, I'm Dan Kroll. I'll be back here again next week. I hope you guys will, too, for another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.